had to walk through the snow to get the COVID vaccine. You're listening to the only podcast in the universe where clothing is optional, but pot is not. Broadcasting from FEMA Region 7, it's Bowl After Bowl with your hosts, Lorian and Spencer. It is on, folks. It is on. It is on. Spark one up. Walk on. Smoke on. How's everybody doing in the bowl? Another Tuesday, February 23rd. And we're back with episode 65. 65, 65, dude. Coming up on that 69. It's in our sights. Can almost taste it from here getting close yeah 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 so you know what speaking of 65 it almost hit 70 degrees here today i know we are out (laughs) of the big freeze for today they said that it's gonna get cold again i'm gonna crank up harp again nail us yeah you know how they do man that was an attack i think if the groundhog was saying like there's some sort of this amount of winter and maybe it got like translated from severity into like some measurement of time when it got translated into English. But like there was definitely six weeks worth of winter packed into the last 10 days or whatever. Yeah. Holy shit. It was a whole lot of winter. Oh my God. I got to rip my house apart and fix it. That's how bad it was. We survived. I mean, I've needed to do that for a <laughs> while, but oh my God. It's poorly insulated. We got mice sneaking in and all of this. I got the garage cleaned up. Yeah, you did. A little half of the garage. Well, more like a quarter of the garage, if you think about it. Yeah. But it looks impressive. Now I got to do the rest. Just another thing on my to-do list. That was a good little push. It's funny because we had talked about cleaning the garage and talked about waiting till spring cleaning Yep. when the weather's nice. But the weather was so fine last night. It was just like, oh, open the garage doors, let's go. Right, plus... Get this done. My mother was coming with the vacuum cleaner. Oh, your mother. With the vacuum cleaner, so... <laughs> with the vacuum. Had to make a spot for a it. A big old vacuum. Big ass shop vacuum. <laughs> you can fit I, me in that shop vacuum. I have to fix to use, but that's all uh. right. <laughs> yeah. It's a big industrial fucking thing. She's like, the aluminum tape is inside. I was like, oh, we can't just use it. Okay. <laughs> I have another roll of it anyway, even if it's here or there or whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. matter. And then we can clean the hell out of our house with that thing. Yeah. It's like a bunch of fucking mouse turds. <laughs> mouse turds make me angry. Um, before we get too deep into the bowl and stuff, though, we have some people to give some gratitude to. All right, all right, all right. Starting, as always, with No Debit, uh, who set up our stream. So if you're listening to this right now, you are plugged into an IceCast stream that No Debit set up. So I didn't have to mess with it, worry about it, learn about it, nothing. Thank you, No Debit. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Void Zero runs like the whole um, IRC, I believe. He set up that system. So thank you. Because we benefit from that. We use that as well. That's the bowl when we say in the bowl. 
to our live chatty chatters. Uh, I see all you in there. And uh, we have back with us Quercass, who came in with a donation right before the show as well. So she is our executive producer for today. Yes, bong rips for Quercass. Came in at 16.33. And it's good to see her after a long time away, a bit of time away. Always good to see her back in the bowl with us. Yes, we love you, Quirkass. It's good to see all of you. If you go to bowlafterbowl.com slash listen dash live, uh, you can find the links to all of that good shiznit. And hopefully more to come. I'll be working on, uh, this week I'm learning bots, all kinds of bots. Bots, 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 bots. Right now I'm running a Discord bot. Hopefully that will be in play in the next week or two. And then I will write an IRC bot. Ooh. Maybe bring karma back. Maybe, tr- I don't know. Make a game. Games, <laughs> passing joints around, stuff, you know, the usual thing. Right now all my Discord bot can do is tell you different Big Lebowski movie quotes, but <laughs> I'm just testing it, learning stuff. Yeah, I played with it earlier. First quote I got, I'll suck your cock for $1,000. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. I'll suck your cock for $1,000. Luckily I just had that on the board. Um... <laughs> You said it has 10 other quotes right now, and I was like, I don't care. That was the only one I needed. <laughs> oh, I got it. We got it. First one, best one. First one, don't need another one. Um, yeah, I've discovered that coding is like, uh, I had all, all of these uh, Python files and everything compiled in an environment variable in a different file that gets ignored so you don't publish it to GitHub accidentally and tell everybody your key or shit. And... Uh, it took me about 90 minutes of Googling and looking all over for Stack Overflow and uh, pulling my hair out, uninstalling and reinstalling uh, installations through PIP to finally realize I, deleted, I needed to delete two curly braces mm. to make my shit run. And then after 90 minutes, two, two curly braces got deleted. And the code runs. Oh, my God. Yay! Yeah, so... You need a cigarette after that. I know, man. <laughs> I kind of get, like, the coder's frustration more and more. Uh, every day goes by. It's like some days you just feel like you can write anything, and you're just like, God, why doesn't everything exist? You can literally write anything. Why doesn't it, Why isn't it already all been written? And then the next day you can't even figure out how to make a simple, like, variable. Woo! But you figured it out. But I did figure it out. Figured it out. Conquered it. And I'll be conquering it piece by piece. I have this freaking app wish list. Uh, it's already up to nine, and then I have to add a few more ideas. Wow. <sighs> it's just like so many things I want to make. You know? Yeah. I really got to make um, some things connected to Lightning wallets. That's what I'm interested in. Um, the last podcasting 2.0, Adam was talking about moving all of his stuff over to Buzzsprout, I believe it's called. Hmm. And I'm looking to that too, because we've been looking for a Podbean alternative for a while. Um, it will cost a bit more, but I think it'd be worth it. And it integrates a lot of the podcast 2.0 abilities, um, 
but he said he would be taking the podcast 2.0 feed and possibly other shows feeds over there to kind of be able to demonstrate those different abilities, things like the people tag in your show and all kinds of stuff. Once that stuff kind of gets implemented, searching and sorting and all that kind of stuff will be really fun. But, uh, and then another step in the journey is the lightning node like connected on that. So what I want to do with these apps is make an API call to something like uh, Ellen pay lnpay.co i believe is the website that adam was talking about where you can just call on an api and it will make a wallet for your user within that app so you don't really have to do anything else about it cool but yes after the bot (laughs) after the bot frenzy i'll be learning that stuff all right you don't have to wait for an invite nope on there cool Nope, I already have API keys for that. I just have to read and learn and try and make stuff and break stuff and make stuff again. That's the name of the game. Make stuff and break stuff. Yep. That's how it goes, man. Hey, uh, uh, just for anyone who's getting in the bowl now, we like to do a segment called First Time I Ever on this show. And we like to hear from you. Tonight's prompt is the first time I ever drove somewhere I wasn't supposed to be. And we have a nice little jingle for that. Yeah, so if you want to leave us a voicemail, just... uh... Call 816-607-3663 And the play of voice Yes, that is. Sir <laughs> so Seat Sitter is cringing right now after we played that. But I wanted to say thank you to Sir Seat Sitter for joining us for our last episode of Bowls with Buds. Bowls with Buds. Yeah, it was a fun time. Published yeah. last Saturday night. We hung out, got to know Sir Seat Sitter a little better, his history and stuff. So, um, Booberry will be next. I just have to get with him and schedule it. Boobs. So that will be fun. But uh, yeah, it's just an extra kind of show with a different, you know, it's still a Bull After Bull episode, but it's just like a different format where we have a guest on and we just kind of go over some uh, little list of questions that we have about, you know, stony related questions, but getting to know you sort of a a loose interview interview style kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, what does API stand for? Oh, man, you can't call me out like that. <laughs> Question from the bowl, and also, I just It's called an application know. programming interface, but it's like how an application can talk to another application, basically. Like, you build your API, right? Like, okay. Uh, forget, let's just take the Podcast 2.0 API, for example. You can call on that API to search through the whole podcast index. And so you can search by a bunch of different parameters... But whatever you pass to that API, it will return you the results. So because there's an API, you don't have to like log into their application, use their application through their application. You can build it into your application. Does that make sense at all? Kind of. Application communicator device. Yeah. For translating between applications. It just, yeah, extends your application to others. 
Thank you for explaining that. Yeah. For us non Ben's and Bernadette's <laughs> here. <laughs> oh. I, I do what I can. It's not it's not always the most crystal clear explanation, but um you know. You know, you know. You know. You do your best. You do your best. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like uh your opinion, man. That is my opinion, man. Pasco County is doing their best. Oh. They're finally getting their second Hooters after 33 years. Oh, geez. Two Hooters, one town? Yeah, 33 years in between. 33 years. Can you imagine the turnover? <laughs> Those poor people <laughs> waiting for that second Hooter for, for three decades. We gotta drive all the way to the other side of town just to go to Hooters. <laughs> I also saw there were uh, 33 senators trying to figure out why there's still mail delays going on. Mail delays, but uh, females right on time, huh? <laughs> you know it. Fucking sexist. <laughs> As someone who's has like a little side hustle on Poshmark, I can attest that ah, I mailed two boxes to the same address. One got there in three days, and one is still on its way, and it's been two weeks. Two weeks. It just it went to what? a completely different state, and then it ended up where it was supposed to go, and then it went back out of state. So <laughs> it's just it's like who is so confused? I know How you're is half being... Yeah, it's all a mess. It's all a mess. It's terrible. So they got it all confused. But I got a my grandma sent the girls a package, and that arrived in like four days, four business days. So that was pretty good. Yeah. From Massachusetts to Missouri. Nice execution. <laughs> American and JetBlue Airlines have unveiled a new partnership with 33 new routes. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Wouldn't have been a story if it was any less routes. No. But Not yeah. at all. They would have had to reword it or do the math again. That's right. <laughs> now, you sent me this story. And uh, the magic number wasn't in the headline, but it did show up in an interesting place, suggesting that Mitch McConnell's federal disclosure jumped from three million to thirty-three million in two years. Yeah. Oh. I was like, find the magic number in this article. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Following the death of his Chinese wife's sister. $30 million jump there. Cha-chinga ringo. <laughs> Must be fucking nice. Must be fucking nice. Well, you know what is nice? They're loosening the restrictions oh, here yeah. in Kansas City. Oh, yeah. It's a step in the right direction. <laughs> it's a step in the right direction after all. After all, it's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction after all. Yeah. So restaurants and bars can be open now, and they can have their regular hours. Hooray! Group sizes aren't limited, but but you still have to wear a mask and do the social but. distancing dance, and their capacities may be limited depending on the space. So, God damn it. We went to Stroud's Sunday for your dad's birthday celebration. Yep. And they were packed. Yep. And they had walk-in dining now, not just reservations. Wall to wall. So, that the, was pretty all cool. All the usual seats were there. 
mm-hmm. and filled. And the two-year-old was terrified of all the masked people. She came. Yeah. <laughs> she, I took the three-year-old to the bathroom, and the two-year-old decided that she wanted to come along too. So she snuck away from her dad and her grandpa and wandered through the lobby. And this uh, Strouds is in an old mansion. So it's like walking through a house. So she's walking through the lobby of all these masked people and all of a sudden just like starts crying. And I'm holding my three-year-old on the toilet and I'm like, is that your sister? And Ray's like, yeah, Asina crying. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Start going to the door and then this little old lady was trying to take her by the hand. She's like, I think your mom is in the bathroom. I was like, yeah, that's my kid. (laughs) It's fucking embarrassing! I said, where's your dad? Where's your pop? (laughs) <laughs> she just I don't know So I don't know how she snuck off Yeah that's what you did <laughs> I looked over to the seat And C- Cena was gone And then I looked at my dad and I was like Did she take both of them to the bathroom? And he just goes oh yeah Yeah <laughs> like, of course And so I didn't think anything of it after that Because I didn't know but then I asked him And he just seemed so confident that you know But I was like Really? Like, she took them both at the same time? That seems brave, but all right. Uh, <laughs> if you saw her take them both, then she took them both. I mean, Jesus. Well, that's my new decision is we're just going to take full girl trips to the bathroom every time. Just everyone's going to go. <laughs> that way, Asino won't get lost in a crowd of masked strangers. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I can imagine that would be pretty scary. You know, Sir Seatsetter was talking about his uh, trip to the Taco Bell. We had a wild little trip last night mm. to the Mickey D's. We did. It's the wildest McD's trip I've ever had. We went to one of the uh. McD's in the hood, and we usually get the fucking discount pack or whatever the hell, the quarter pounder thing that comes with everything. Yeah, it's like a quarter pounder package <laughs> with, what, two quarter pounders, two medium fries, and 20 chicken nuggets. And then that feeds us and the kids. These people are sick. <laughs> it is sick. Okay, McDonald's is disgusting. No bowler should go there. It's true! Anyway, do you want to tell the story? I think it's very bad for our country. Um, so <laughs> we order our shit. Tells us the total. I got my app with the coupon pulled up because there's a coupon. Um, sitting at the pay window and there's like a tell her there she's got this huge fucking cardboard box in front of the computer she's like putting stuff away putting stuff away for like a while and the guy in front of us didn't stop at that window he just passed the window and i was like that's weird that guy didn't pay and then he went up to the next window so i'm sitting at the pay window and she's just like not looking over not making eye contact she's just like cleaning (laughs) like restocking some stuff so I'm like, uh, okay, maybe we're supposed to pull forward or whatever. Get to the window. She's like, are y'all the two McFlurries? And we're like, no, we get this a quarter pounder pack. He's like, oh, and then handed the quarter pounder pack and then gave us our drink. And then shut the window. And then shut the window. And we had all our shit. And we're like, all right, uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's just go. Yeah, well, dude in front of us, it was we watched them hand him his food and he drove off and he never handed over payment. So I don't know what was up, but yeah, they had at those least boxes. us. T- at least us two just rolled through. It was very confusing. Yeah, they didn't ask for payment. I, and I say that's the perfect last trip to McDonald's. 
<laughs> Never again. This is, you know, that was it. That's the perfect McDonald's trip. You get McDonald's for free. Okay. I'm satisfied. I'm never going back because <laughs> oh. the food is just gross. <laughs> Once you're ahead of the house, it's like, all right. But damn. Yeah. Yeah. Score. I know. our uh, Best bang for no bucks ever. <laughs> <laughs> Pop picked up the town on Sunday and then we had that. And it's like, <laughs> we I just have. can't, we can't set our restaurant budget on fire. Yeah, that was awesome. Very Pretty wild, cool. man. Pretty wild. It was a wild few days. Oh, uh, Tennessee is thinking about passing legislation to prevent discrimination against face-friendly folks. Oh, well, that's good. We yeah, need protection. Exactly. Freedom. We shouldn't be discriminated. <laughs> no. No one should be discriminated against. You should we- just be free to choose to wear a mask or not wear a mask. Move about freely. It's a line in the sand. Cross this line. You do not. <laughs> oh, I saw this article about this 90-year-old woman that walked like six miles to get her vaccine right after a snowstorm in Seattle. Oh, jeez. And I'm just like, what is this? Uphill both this ways narrative. and all that. <laughs> Probably. It's just like In this- 2021, we had to walk through the snow to get the COVID vaccine. <laughs> She's 90 years old. And she didn't want to drive in the snow, so she like scoped out how she would walk there the day before and walked halfway and was like, yeah, I can do it. <laughs> and then it snowed and then it iced up and she trudged along, was five minutes late to her appointment, but still got there, still got the jab. Damn near died getting the jab. So- <laughs> God damn. <laughs> if the jab doesn't get you, the freezing cold might. We're slipping on ice. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> My um, Nana had a bad fall like two weeks ago, Mm. and she's in a nursing home for rehabilitation right now, and they they gave her the first Pfizer poke, and she told me today, and I was just like, "Ah." and she's like, but they won't give me the second one, because she said they have to find somewhere else to get it. Like, they're only administering first doses to people that come in and out of there. Aren't you supposed to wait? Like a certain period of time, too? 20 days, she said. So, she's trying to research where she can get the second one. <laughs> I was <sighs> like, do you know how, how I feel about this? She's like, I know. I wasn't going to tell you, but... <laughs> but I was like, yeah, well, if something happens to you, now I know. But I also uh, made plenty of jokes on the phone with her about how I was like, well, you know, you're in a nursing home. That's where they bring all the people sick with COVID anyway, so have fun. <laughs> Yeah. You trolling your nana? I troll my nana every time I talk to her. Yeah, she's my great grandma. Yeah. I keep her young. She's doing great though, I guess. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah, her whole I won't get into it in the bowl, it's too depressing. But okay. nothing's broken. She's just all bruised up. Well that sucks. It does suck. You know what also sucks? What? Having a dog stuck on you to sniff out the covid you'd love it have you heard about this no that sounds fake they're training dogs to sniff out people with covid symptoms that sounds like horseshit to me it sounds like horseshit but when you look it up there are places all over that have their canines like training for this or so they say but they're all like i watched two different um trainers out of florida talking about it and one guy is like 
the dogs can differentiate different virus particles so he can all they can also say if a person has the flu and they can also determine if a person has cancer they can like signal for that and then this female trainer was like well they don't smell the virus they smell your body's reaction to the virus like they're smelling your sweat for like immune responses and i was just like this sounds like horse crap for real yeah that to me sounds like bullshit but either way, uh, I guess the Miami Heat hired one of those trainers to bring their dogs in to sniff out anyone that wants to attend their game. So, oh, neat. Uh, they said the dogs can sniff out like 250 people in an hour <laughs> so, with a 94% accuracy rate. Oh, wow. Is this compared to what, you know? So, like... The dog's trigger, and so does a PCR test, or what? If What's a dog the... triggers, you're going to be separated and tested, yeah. <laughs> Anal swabbed? I don't know. I didn't look into it if they had determined what kind of test that they would do on you, but... This whole thing is very, very spooky. I'm just saying, you're trying to stick a canine on me, I'm out. I'm already out. I'm not interested. I consider it an invasion. Exactly. It's an invasion of my privacy. I yeah. don't want your trained dog sniffing my butt. Don't go, don't come, don't do anything. Just stay at home. Just stay home. <laughs> no one wants to fly. No one wants to go inside. No one wants to fucking do nothing. Yeah, I just want to bowl. I do want to go bowling. Fuck. Yeah. It's been too long. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. I want to go bowling. Is that too much to ask? Jesus, um, man, 10 years ago, if you told me, yeah, they're going to not be bowling or nothing, because they're all going to be afraid of some fucking meme coof, I'd tell you to get fucked. Yeah, uh, some of our favorite lanes that we had gone to, um, which are small owners, not AMF, they were only allowing league players to come in, and of course leagues were already established, so it was like, no, <laughs> we need a league. <laughs> Get back into league bowling. League's a commitment, but <laughs> yes, bowling is. is good for your mind, body, and spirit. So, yeah. Commitment. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. It's a commitment I'm willing to make. Seems good. Yeah. Get on a league. Maybe swimming, too. Ooh, swimming fun. Yeah. We just saw that other Y the other day. Yeah, there's a Y even closer than the other Y. Crazy. We didn't even know it was there. Now we do. You'd probably have the pool to yourself. I don't know. If everyone's probably thinking, stay at home, stay at home, <laughs> don't do That's anything. It's probably true, yeah. They, I don't even... I wonder if they're allowing people to swim. If they make you wear... Did you see the pictures <laughs> of the fucking kids giving swimming lessons to littler kids and they're wearing, like, the plastic face shield and dumb shit? No. Oh, my God, dude. No. That's stupid. <laughs> I was like, please just be like somewhere like Connecticut or somewhere fucking lame. Was it? I don't know. <laughs> it's just B-roll that every... I just saw it in a meme. Aww. Like, you see those memes around with the pictures of people like playing saxophones through holes cut in masks and dumb shit like yeah. that. It's just or an... even classrooms, like the desk pictures where they have the plastic walls around every desk now. Yep. So your desk is a separate prison cell. Yeah. On top of the classroom you're jailed in. You gotta keep them separated. Gross. Yeah, because school before was too fun. <laughs> so we gotta make it even more fucking miserable and like a prison. 
Than it already than was. Than it already was. Oh my god, what a bunch of fucking lunatics, dude. It's insane. I'm glad. Yeah, the three year old is like homeschool. I was like, yeah, homeschool. She's like, yeah, homeschool. Oh, I was dude. like, heck yeah. It's the only way to go right now. There's no way I would send my fucking kids into that shit. <laughs> They'd probably get in trouble like in the first five minutes for saying, shut up, slave. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But I don't know why you would just turn your kids over to total strangers for. What was it, like 13 years? Yeah. To, like, shape them and mold them? It's free babysitting. It's not free babysitting. (laughs) It's destructive babysitting. Yeah, you're paying for babysitting with your child's future. (laughs) Yeah, it's not free either, I guess, because our taxes are funding that crap. Oh, man. Funding the brainwashing and the telling people not to smile or hug at each other anymore. Lady Mountain Jay was posting a bunch of... uh, like anti, he like talks with this anti-school guy. I can't remember his name now. I'm trying to look it up. Mountain Jay, yes. But dude, it was just getting my blood boiling because it was all talks about like how schools are been intentionally like made to be this way, made to be like boring and conditioning and um, not really actually helping you. Establish yourself as an individual, free, well, was, free thinker. That's what I was going to say as well. Being an individual is dangerous to the society they want to create. Yeah, <laughs> Being independent is radical. I know. Just like to even have a, a belief anymore that isn't the pre-fucking vaccinated belief, you know? Yeah. You want to vaccinate everything. It's disgusting. It's crazy. It is crazy. Like... Now they're doing the uh, vaccine trials on pregnant women. I call it trial. I mean, they're just jabbing pregnant women at a faster rate now. And I'm, uh, all I could think when I first heard that was like, oh, did you miss your opportunity to get an abortion? Or maybe you can't in your state. Here, take the jab. It's like maybe something terrible will happen to your fetus. John Taylor Gatto. That's the guy she was posting a bunch of stuff with, including like an hour long talk of his. I had never heard of him. Hmm. Let me just read one of them. Okay. Is there an idea more radical in the history of the human race than turning your children over to total strangers whom you know nothing about and having those strangers work on your child's mind out of your sight for a period of 12 years? Could there be a more radical idea than that? Back in the colonial days in America, if you'd proposed that kind of idea, they'd burn you with the stake, you mad person. It's a mad idea. Seriously. Oh, man. He's got a shitload of them. But yes, that was enlightening and enraging. Definitely enraging. Definitely homeschooling. You were homeschooled for a little bit. Yeah, five years. <clears throat> and we did almost nothing for most of the five years, but that almost nothing was better than five more years of school. I can already well, tell you that. I was just going to say, I did almost nothing in public school. Sure. For hours a day, Except every for day. stand up and sit down every time a bell rings, you know. Yeah. And intermingle with people and... Sneak off to the bathroom to make jokes and <laughs> bathroom jokes. Bathroom jokes. I just used to go there and talk to my friends, yeah. And you know, cigarettes were smoked and whatever. But Smoke school's in fucking the boring. Boys room. School is boring, man. Yes, but intentionally so. Yeah, it, that's yeah. It makes it terrible. 
blood boiling. By design. By this design. Is motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, hey, you remember at the beginning of the coof, we talked about um, how weed could maybe be beneficial for people suffering from the coof or whatever? Yes. Well, there's three companies. Well, Michigan State University along with GBS Global Biopharma out of Canada and GB Sciences in Las Vegas, uh, have created this cannabinoid-containing complex mixture to treat COVID symptoms. Uh, and it reduces inflammation and settles down the, um, what's that called, the cytokine storm? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they're running some tests on it now thinking it might be good for other issues. HIV was one they <laughs> specified on. Um, and if their studies are a success, they will be doing an independent new drug filing with the FDA. Nice. So uh, you can't, you know, just buy flour or smoke weed, but if it's a cannabinoid mixture in a pill, FDA might regulate it and sell it to us. It's a step in the right direction after all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As always. As always. Another that was, baby step. Yeah, if you want to go behind the curtain, that was an actual quote in one of the articles I was reading about from New Jersey. Because the New Jersey governor finally uh, signed the legalization legislation into being... Oh, it's about time, yes. Yeah. I saw Quirkass sent us an article about that. Yeah. They're the 13th state to implement full recreational. Good for New Jersey. New Jersey. Now the surrounding states have to catch up. Oh, and speaking of Quirkass, I am so silly. I should have read her note. Oh, yeah, what are you doing? When I thanked her earlier in the episode. But now we get uh, a chance to do that. She left a note that said, May your bowls continuously burn brighter and your lives and love soar ever higher forevermore. Much love to you. Aww. With the ohm and the purple heart. Yes. Epic note. Thank you, Kirkass. And thanks for texting us. You can text us any kind of stuff anytime at uh, 816-607-3663. So, like, we have the voicemail line, but some people are voice shy or some people want to send a picture or an article or whatever. That's a good way to do it. Also, we always take stuff through the email as well. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer at BullAfterBull.com. Lorian at BullAfterBull.com. Lorian and Spencer. At? BullAfterBull.com. Yeah. <laughs> but separately. <laughs> but yeah. Not and, or. Lorian or Spencer at BullAfterBull.com. Yeah. 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 You know, there's only three states that have no type of access at all. Yes. Yes. Is it Wyoming? No. No? No. Well, but that made uh, me just think, what, what's Wyoming got going on? Nebraska? Nebraska is one of them. Um, Hawaii? No, no. Very They're medical, close. right? <laughs> very close? Hawaii is close? No. The a state that you're missing. Oh. No, Hawaii has medical. I don't know. What's the third? And also, fun fact about Hawaii's medical, the dispensaries have to grow their own pot. Oh. They can't, like, buy it from individual growers and stuff. But the weird thing is that Hawaii doesn't allow outdoor growing. 
indoor only. You'd think that would be like the perfect place to grow it outdoors is a fucking Hawaii, right? So, I thought, yeah. That don't make no type of sense. No. It's uh, Kansas, Nebraska, and Idaho. Three states with no access at all. Um, But Governor Kelly over in Kansas has been pushing for medical. And so tomorrow, proponents of a medical market will be speaking. And then on Thursday, opponents will be speaking. Mm. We'll see where it goes from there. But she wants to use medical weed to um, fund Medicaid expansion through the tax revenue. Which I was like, oh, that's that's interesting, but whatever you have to do to get a step in the right direction, I guess. Anything. Because, boy, driving through Kansas on the way to or from Colorado or just driving through Kansas at all, is, you just feel that oppression hit your shoulders. No doubt. <laughs> now, in Missouri, the Supreme Court issued a directive in June, which took effect in July... Um, And it says that attorneys can't participate in or advise clients on how to participate in federally illegal activities, which is a little confusing now that we have medical. So attorney Dan Vietz, out of Columbia, um, decided to try and get some clarification on that. And the spokeswoman for the Missouri Supreme Court, Beth Riggert, just said, quote, should the issue be raised in any case, it could come to the court to decide, and it is inappropriate for the court to comment on any pending or impending issues. Very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the, in the... <laughs> That's um, no step in any direction. No. But in the 2018 medical amendment, there's a part of it, because of course Dan Veets was involved in writing it. Yeah. Uh, And this quote says, an attorney shall not be subject to disciplinary action by the State Bar Association or other professional licensing body for owning, operating, investing in, being employed by, contracting with, or providing legal assistance to prospective or licensed medical medical cannabis businesses. Smoke weed every day. And it's especially concerning for Veets because there are currently more than 800 lawsuits being filed by people who didn't get licenses. Yeah, good luck with that, you guys. So, yeah, I do. good luck with those lawsuits for sure. But Good luck in getting along. But think about that. Any attorney representing them could be in deep doo-doo if this uh, directive yeah. stands up. And it's like, I don't see any choice but to take it to court. Because it's these two, uh, you know, the Constitution, the state Constitution, and then this Missouri Supreme Court directive are just pitted against each other. We'd get a text on the text line that said, Nebraska will be the last fucking state to get mad or wreck pot. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to disagree with I, you there. Well, Idaho is a contender, man. Idaho is a contender, but <laughs> you remember Nebraska's AG was the one that tried to, uh, along with, I think, I don't, I don't remember who else it was, I think Kansas, tried to sue Colorado for their law. Oh, I remember they that. Remember, you remember that? You can't be legal because we're not legal. And people might, like, drive through your state and into ours yeah. with this illegal stuff. Said it was making their enforcement <laughs> jobs harder. Oh, it's uh, harder. Harder? I thought oh. they'd probably fill more quotas. You'd think that. it would be. Jeez, <laughs> uh, yeah. dicks. And, of course, Nebraska um, fell prey to this, like, new playbook that's going on. 
um, where they couldn't even get their initiative going mm-hmm. onto the ballot in November because um, the Supreme Court in Nebraska ruled that it went against the state's single subject rule. Oh, God. Because of <laughs> three things growing, possessing, and distributing. We Here we like, go. Like they all have to be separate initiatives. <laughs> right. Isn't that crazy? And then, of course, uh, now three states have nullified the election results. Mississippi, Montana, and South Dakota. South Dakota passed medical and recreational. The Supreme Court shot down the recreational. Just last week we talked about that, or maybe two weeks ago. Yep. Um, And then, you know what? Now the governor of South Dakota is trying to put a hold on implementing the medical market and, like, her argument for it is this whole, there's not enough studies, there's not enough research. How stupid have we been? Good God. Just need to spam her office with all these medical studies from Israel and, you know, plenty of studies. I know, she's so Millions cool against the coof, but then pages. with the medical weed, it's like, I just how do you not see that as a small government it's issue? A, it's a bad also, business decision. Also, it is also... A small government position. Yeah. To say, keep the government the fuck out of weed. Now, I had said that Idaho's a hot contender for maybe being last because um, maybe two or three shows ago, we talked about how they're trying to do a preemptive ban on any psychoactive drugs. <laughs> they're trying to um, pass like legislation. It's an initiative, so they have to get signatures, and then it could be on the ballot. That would just say, oh, is this a psychoactive drug that's not FDA approved? Not going to happen here. Oh. Yeah. All this bad news, man. There's a lot of it. Yeah. Well, federally illegal still. So That's true. Yeah. That's true. But. Can't um, get any more illegal than all the way illegal. Also, I didn't. I, I might have missed this, but in Utah. Um, the Supreme Court there ruled that the governor and legislature were within their legal rights to enact a more restrictive program than what the voters decided on. So, like, (laughs) it's just... Yeah, imagine being the public, getting all your signatures, getting all your... uh, Getting a majority of the votes. Getting out your vote, passing (laughs) your initiative. Now, was that a constitutional amendment that they... uh... That's a good question. Because I know that is one of the insistences here was that it be a constitutional amendment, even though it requires more signatures and it requires, uh, I think, a higher vote threshold, too. Uh, It can't just be immediately undone by the legislature. Yeah. But then when it comes to the court, see, that's that's another conundrum. Like, if the voters pass a constitutional amendment, can a court still say it's unconstitutional, even though it's Uh like... To amend it is the, the constitution. constitution, you know? It's like you, at this point, I think they can say whatever they want. It seems <laughs> like that, right? It seems like the courts are just a fucking arbitrary extra dick to get put inside of you. Yeah, Utah passed Proposition Two. Proposition Two. Let's see. It's not looking like a constitutional amendment. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's crazy. I know that um, Supreme Courts of the states have always done this. 
it's just annoying to see it happen again and again with one subject. Well, yeah, it seemed like that first one just set a precedent for them all to be like, ooh, good idea. Oh. And then they all just started striking that shit down. Yeah. In the same manner. We don't want the recession-proof industry in our state. We don't want to make money and increase what we get for taxes. How stupid have we been? I saw that uh, the canna industry has 321,000 full-time jobs as of right now. That's just full-time jobs. In last year, 2020, this, uh, you know, scamdemic year, right. when everyone was all freaked out and losing their jobs and stuff, well, the weed industry created 77,000 jobs Damn. last year alone. And they also, a lot of these jobs pay more than $15 an hour, so they're not worried at all. If they're in a state where that um, wage, wage hike bullshit. is gonna come into play, yeah, it's just it's just seems foolish at this point to not want that in your state. If yeah. you're a politician who's gonna like rake in some of that cash, well, that's <laughs> some of the that might be some of the problem with these extra elite buttholes is like they already have their interests, right? And so this is a new industry that it takes from their interest and gives to the you know people in general. Yeah, I spe- uh, a bunch I sp- of newcomers in the game can get hooked in to the markets. That's a good point, and especially people who have stakes in like opioids. I mean, that's the whole purpose of it being illegal in the very first place. It's because it was too big of a competitor to a lot of these special interest businesses. Mm. It's a threat. I pulled a clip because um, a lawsuit just came to an end over Section Two Eighty violations, and Section Two Eighty is, of course, um, the way that the weed businesses are paying their taxes, which is crazy because it's federally illegal. So, in my opinion, they shouldn't have to pay taxes at all if they can't even take cash, you know. (laughs) But, anyways, the ruling uh, from Biden's DOJ lawyers, which that has a lot of people in the movement ticked off. It's, oh, our holy Biden, he didn't... He didn't rule in favor of this little weed business. No, he ruled that the IRS can investigate Section 280 violations. And so this uh, California weed company that brought the suit along, now they owe, four, get, get this, this is disgusting, oh $4.2 million Holy shit. in back taxes and penalties. So I was like, well, okay, I wanted to look into Section 280 a little bit. So I pulled this clip. If you can play it. I can play it. You may think these businesses are swimming in profits, but what you may not know is that they're being taxed at an insanely high rate. What? Thanks to a little thing called Section 280E of the IRS tax code, making tax season for a cannabis business owner a real bummer. Is horrible. Imagine paying an effective tax rate 3.5 times higher than the business next door to you because you were forbidden from taking normal business deductions, such as payroll, rent, and other common costs of doing business. Cannabis dispensaries and cultivators are paying an effective tax rate of 70% or higher. By comparison, the corporate tax rate established by the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 is 21%. Must be fucking nice. The effect of this is that licensed cannabis businesses cannot invest as much in capital improvements or things like employee raises and benefits, hiring more employees, expanding operations, or giving back to the community. The disadvantages are numerous. 
from high turnover to higher prices, which drives customers back into the criminal market. I'm sick of your fucking And criminals smoke. don't file tax returns. So why does Section 280E exist? It's kind of a funny story. In a 1982 U.S. tax court case called Edmondson versus Commissioner, a meth dealer argued and was able to write off egregious expenses, including his telephone, car mileage, and personal entertainment expenses. Shortly after, Congress then amended the tax code to bar tax deductions for doing business connected to the sale of any Schedule I or II substance. Clearly, it was intended to penalize criminal market operators, not state legal compliant cannabis businesses. That guy's fucking right. The yeah. background music sucks, I know, but. Terrible. Yeah, that's some that's... fucking bullshit, man. Exactly, but it's federally illegal, so they can do what they want. Mm, these fucking cunts. And Biden's lawyers agree. Well, of course. That's no surprise. <laughs> the people that are surprised by that are the real suckers, bro. Oh. Weed activists, The people man. that are surprised by that. People that said how fucking mean and nasty Trump was. A guy that did nothing to them. Yeah. He well, did nothing for them, but also nothing to them, you know? Yeah, it's true. On the weed issue, oh. he was just hands in the air. You remember the raids Because he just Obama? doesn't care. I do, I remember. And they can't... Maddie shops getting smashed in California Yeah, because they can't the work with banks, so they're <laughs> keeping all their stuff in a safe. And if it's not uh, just criminals coming in to steal and hold them at gunpoint, it's the feds. <laughs> Terrible. It's always somebody or another somebody. Yeah. Scamming around. Yeah. Uh, 37 members of Congress have sent Biden a letter asking him to blanket pardon uh, people who are in federal prison for weed offenses. I thought that was a little interesting. It seems ambitious, but that would be a cool move. Yeah. In their letter, they state that <clears throat> there are currently 1,927 individuals um, that they want clemency for, for nonviolent weed offenses. Jeez. That's a lot of... It, it's like a small number in the big scheme of things, but it's a huge number. It's too many people locked reality. up for the fucking for plant. weed. Yeah. Definitely. N- nonviolent stuff. Just smoking a little pot, sir. Smoking a bowl, sir. Yeah, they'll get oh. you for that. And Virginia, they had passed a medical... Uh, they had a medical market, but... <laughs> One of the stipulations was that everything had to be, um, like the bud had to be processed into oils and other things. You couldn't just sell flour. Okay. So the House and Senate finally passed some legislation that's now going to allow the state to grow and sell weed. Jeez. <laughs> Not just like tinctures and oils and... Like, no, and- you can't have... Flower, that's dangerous. Yeah. You gotta have you gotta dabs. dabs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do I use fucking this? ignorant lawmakers, dude? That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, and we're at the know, mercy of these people who know nothing about just about everything. Yeah, you know, here in the bowl, we always advocate for full plant <laughs> legalization and full whole plant legal yeah. in in the you know repeal of prohibition. That's what we advocate. Yeah. Repeal of the prohibition. You don't have to do any extra bullshit. 
You don't have to fucking tax and regulate. You don't have to add a bunch of other fucking licensures. You don't have to create a cartel. All you have to do is repeal prohibition. That's it. That should be the only goal. Well, and people are getting really caught up on different cannabinoids and separating them out and trying to figure it out what they all do and what they can help and whatnot. Um, but the plant matter itself contains like more than a hundred different cannabinoids in it that all work together to produce awesome effects that might be, you know, like for the highest therapeutic benefit for people, for patients. So it's just crazy that <laughs> they went this long yeah. <laughs> having a medical market, but like not being able to buy Regular old weed. Just the regular herb, you know? Yeah. Is that too much to ask? Oh, and I saw um, this duo that won the 2020 Nobel Prize in Chemistry. Yeah. They created something called the CRISPR-Cas9. Okay. Which uses an enzyme, Cas9 part, and a guide RNA to mutate DNA. And... It has been used by people in the weed industry since 2018. So they what? can make, um, you know, like genetically stronger seeds and strains you. moving yeah. forward. So they were talking. Now I was like, oh, GMO weed. But they have it like clearly listed on there that because it creates new DNA instead of introducing foreign DNA, it's not technically creating a GMO weed strain oh so because like because you actually modify the genetics it's not modifying the genetics yeah (laughs) i don't understand i'm not a chemist so i don't understand enough to understand that statement i don't either but that's what they're saying i'm just half a retard but they were talking about the trust nothing the things that they're trying to change in the genomes are like for disease resistance Climate tolerance, increased trichomes, terpene manipulation. Sure. For hemp growers, uh, the CBD to THC ratio. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, biomass improvement. Um, and then other people want like plant-wide THC production, which sounded crazy. How they were talking about beefing up the veins of the plants and stuff. Oh, so like and, that you'd get like THC in the stems and other yeah, parts of the shit? yeah. And then, um, seems aggressive. Novel cannabinoid production because, of course, people are starting to focus on different sure. cannabinoids. And so then, you know, oh, let's create a strain specifically for this. Like the secret so. number THC? Yeah. Nine or whatever it was? Yeah. <laughs> Not nine, but. Nine is regular, right? Yeah. Delta nine, delta four. Just wild. And the fact that they've been doing this since 2018. There was one company that was like cited in the article, which of course will be posted in the show notes. Um, they're based in Colorado, but they were acquired by a Canadian company. And so it's like people have been buying this stuff, this GMO weed for three years now. Don't tell them I said GMO, but... <laughs> it's not GMO. It's totally new G. Totally new G. It's not the old G. It's not the OG. It's the new G. It's the new G. Fresh out the lab. Oh, man. <laughs> Beep boop. Beep boop. I like how they clicked on that CRISPR-Cas9 and then it takes me to a page with what is CRISPR-Cas9 with a big art of scissors on top. Yeah, because the idea is that you 
Because like, we're going to cut, cut the DNA and then insert, like, DNA, so but it's not foreign. You're splicing, right? Is that it? <laughs> I don't know if that's the correct term. I'm not a scientist. We'll have to get Illuminati on this. <laughs> Explain this to me. Hey, I'm just a simple retard. I'm a simple <laughs> retard. I just know that they're fucking with these plants to make them better. They're instead trying of, to fuck with us. Instead of just breeding plants, like, you know, growing two from seeds and cross, crossing the strands. Yeah, and you're <laughs> supposed to make them fuck. That's the whole point. The enzyme acts as a pair of molecular scissors that can cut the two strands of DNA at a specific location in the genome so that bits of DNA can then be added or removed. The piece of RNA, the guide RNA, uh, consists of a small piece of pre-designed RNA sequence, about 20 bases long, located within a longer RNA scaffold. The scaffold part binds to DNA, and the pre-designed sequence guides Cas9, the enzyme, to the right part of the genome. This makes sure that the Cas9 enzyme cuts at the right point in the genome. Sounds like fucking voodoo so it binds to me, buddy. To the sequence, <laughs> this RNA, and then the cell recognizes the DNA is damaged and tries to repair it. Scientists can use the DNA repair machinery to introduce changes to one or more genes in the genome of a cell of interest. I'm just saying, if they're doing this to the weed, when are they going to start doing this to kids in school? Am I right? Probably already have. <laughs> yeah, probably have since before 2018, because the cannabis certainly wasn't on it first. This whole thing is very, very spooky. What a spooky show. It is spooky. It's wicked spooky. Oh, man. Uh, that about wraps it up for weed news. I did see in New Mexico, um, the one of those Senate um, committees, the Health and Public Affairs Committee, has passed a defelonization bill, which I thought was pretty interesting. I had not heard that term before. Defelonization. Defelonization bill. has to be the smallest step in the right direction I've ever heard. Of. <laughs> yeah, it reduces drug possession. From a felony to a misdemeanor. But currently in New Mexico, any amount of anything you've got is a felony. So it would clear out some room in the... After all, it's a step in the right direction. It's a step in the right direction after all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all for just, like, let's federally get these drugs legal and get a, you know, legal market going. I just want to be able to buy uh opium from poppy flowers if i want and i want some uh coca leaves to chew on you know jeez Why not? come on america plant medicines plant medicine yeah they help hey we got a whole bunch of voicemails talking about the first time that uh they ever drove somewhere they weren't supposed to be that's what we're talking about today the first time i ever so uh we got them starting yesterday. People are eager to share their experiences. All right. Hey, citizen. It's Stone Boy. And uh, <laughs> so I guess I'll pr- play along with the first time I ever. And I don't remember driving somewhere that I never wasn't supposed to be, but I do remember a driving situation that is uh, probably appropriate. So uh, I was uh, I was 15, and yes, I, I was uh, in, in Hawaii anyway, where I lived at the time. You could you were you could you could get your driver's license at 15. I was driving my um, driving my stepfather's uh, van. It was a big sort of rust monster van 
uh, and I had turned it down and and I, and I was driving it a little bit too fast and I was making, and I made a right turn. I basically slid the back side of it into somebody's rock wall. Uh, yeah. And I kind of ran away from that, even though I didn't injure the truck or the, or the van or the the rock wall or anything. I ran away. The police were called and yeah, that was not good. Uh, so I was driving away. So I guess I was somewhere I wasn't supposed to be, which was, uh, needed to stick around at the scene of the crime. So to speak, uh, Nothing happened. Uh, you know, it was one of those scary things and sort of taught me, hey, you know, don't be an idiot when you drive behind the wheel. And there are, uh, you know, fortunately, I have not had any serious accidents uh, from driving too fast, I guess, or, or whatever. People crash into me. I've had, I've had people crash into me in a parking lot of all things. I mean, <laughs> all kinds of – it's happened on more than one occasion even. So, oh, well, you all. Uh, Love you, mean it. <laughs> Love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. Yes, we did get the uh, weekly phone boy transcription error. Oh, yeah? Uh, what was it this time? This time it starts out, a citizen, it's found what? Found what? <laughs> <laughs> That's a new one. That is a new one. It's, it's a different one every time. He's been a bad boy. <laughs> oh, that Google Ben trans- boy. Ben boy. Yeah. It's been a lot of them. Google transcription. Pathetic. The robots don't know what you're talking about most of the time. It's like the small comfort. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why they're practicing, though. <laughs> they might uh yeah. been practicing something like this caller was practicing. Hey, so, uh... Hey. When I was on Bulls with Buds the other day... Oh, yeah. Uh, I remember that. I got way too high, and I forgot to tell... Wow. When we were talking about strings, the story of the first time I've tried Blue Dream. So, uh, oh, yeah. Mr. J of Blue Dream with my buddy, the first time either of us tried it. We were going to school. We had to go to separate classes. And I uh, meandered on, felt like I was floating. And it really kicked in when I was going through the hallways to that class in college, <laughs> speech class. Oh, perfect. And I uh, showed up, you know, 10 minutes late. I'm sure I reeked a weed. And there were no seats left, but in the like, front of the class. <laughs> and I'm just fucking, like, baked. <laughs> baked out like a lake trout, you know. And I am. I sit. <laughs> I sit down in like the second row of chairs where there's like the furthest to the back I can get, and I sit down and uh, I reach up for like a. I keep grabbing for like a solid thirty, forty-five seconds, trying to reach uh, my seatbelt so that I can strap in oh and like buckle up for safety, <laughs> and then realize that I'm not in a car. Oh, shit. I'm in class. So, nobody said anything to me about it, but I'm, my, I mean, I, shoot, my professor sold me edibles and acid, so I'm sure he didn't care. Oh, well, then But, there like, you go. I don't know. That fucking blue dream, you know, it was like, shit. Trying to buckle, buckle up my seatbelt, sitting in a, sitting at a desk in a college class. You fucking stoner. Not a good look. But yeah, blue Lord. dream has always been one of my favorite strains. Blue Dream's so, solid. Missed that one on the bowls with Buds. Anyway, in the bowl. In the bowl? In the I don't bowl. remember what the first time I ever is, but uh, that was the first time I ever, and the only time I ever tried to buckle up my seatbelt in class. <laughs> <laughs> You'll, I'm sure I'm sure he'll figure out what the first time I ever is eventually. Uh, yeah, Blue Dream's a solid strain. It was like one of the more popular medical strains when 
Medi States opened up, and it's just an, a really reliable, easy-to-grow strain with a high THC content. So a lot of places cranked it out just because it was like has decent yield, but it's just so easy to take care of as a plant. Very reliable. That was the uh, when I told the first time I ever bought legal weed story, and we bought weed in uh, Washington, Washington State legally. Uh, that was Blue Dream as well. Nice. Yeah. Great strain. Solid strain. Uh, oh, phone boy's back for some more. Okay, somebody says I have hippie superpowers. I yeah. don't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't say but that, I, but it's know, true yeah, anyway. I guess I posted a picture of me, uh, well, walking bare feet through snow or running in sandals or whatever. Well, yeah, I do that too, but those aren't hippie superpowers, guys. It's, it's just, you know, you put your mind to something. You He's can trying do to all distract kinds of stuff. us. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it probably doesn't help that I, that I did have uh, you know, drunk stone tippy parents, as, yeah. as, I've, as I've said on several podcasts before. But uh, this is a no. I don't think I'm able to do anything uh, well that special. A lot of it is just putting your mind to it, and you realize that actually the cold is your teacher. It is something I've learned from Wim Hof. And uh, see, shut up already, science. <laughs> and you know, I just uh, but uh, and I've and I've put that to uh, good use, and so here I am with a. Uh, uh, yeah, I can do some things now that I didn't think I could do before. But uh, yeah, you just you keep working at it and you build up to it. I mean, it's, it's you know, of course, I also spent 20 minutes in a cold shower. So, um, <laughs> you know, I don't know what I don't know what to think about that. But that's true. Yeah, I love your new toy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, boy. You, it's epic. You use it well in the voicemails. Um, yeah, he calls in to convince us he doesn't have su- uh, hippie superpowers and then just proceeds with a laundry list of evidence of his hippie superpowers. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Um, okay, okay, phone boy, you don't, I'm doing my, you don't have, uh, <laughs> you don't have uh, hippie superpowers. We see you. We see you in the bowl. <laughs> um, oh, another repeat. Here we go. So, first time I ever drove alone yeah. where I wasn't supposed to. I don't. I can't think of a time that happened. Maybe it did, but I don't remember it. But there were several times oh. I drove somewhere where I didn't remember. I mean, where <laughs> yeah, fucking got to lay off the weed. But several <laughs> times where I drove wow. somewhere with other people. I am really high. The first time was freshman year. We went to this, like, the equivalent of a private school prom thing. And we took a wrong turn in Oak Ridge, where the Y-12 lab is, and we're going down this back road, and all of a sudden a bunch of dudes in camo with assault rifles pop out from behind the trees and say, you need to turn the fuck around right now. Holy shit. That was crazy. And then the other time was, I was a virgin, and um, this girl uh, was wanting to fuck, and so we went, she drove us out to this place in the middle of nowhere, like down by this boat dock, and um, she started blowing me, and it was like, you know, it was so like you could, it was basically like if I was like an amateur golfer, she was Tiger Woods. <laughs> she was like, uh, 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 and uh, and a cop rolls up and he oh, God. flashes his lights, and then next thing you know, he's making me get out of the car, but I don't have any pants on, <laughs> and I just put my boxers over my boner, and he's like, "You might want to put some pants on, son," because he just saw my boner with like my boxers that were over it oh my god and that was awkward um but yeah uh next week you should do first time i ever had a threesome i don't know because i got a story about that too okay uh my co-workers here he the first time he drove the wrong place yeah i was drunk got my car wasn't supposed to drive home 
I ended up there by myself where I shouldn't be. Oh, yeah. And hit a car on the way and went to jail and said, ain't that a bitch? Oh, ain't a that bitch. a bitch? In the bowl. In the bowl, baby. In the bowl. Retroactive. In the bowl. In the hangar. Oh, man. Oh, shit. What the fuck was that? I don't know. Oh, well. Um, dang, you had a banger of a story. Yeah, we did the threesome one already, so I guess. But retroactive, <laughs> first time I ever's. Yeah, retro- always welcome. Retroactives are always on the table. We've but done lots of fun things. I guess it would be uh, kind of doofy of us to tell our same story when it's available, right? Yes. Yeah, you'll have to dig and find it. That'll be another thing we'll have to sort episodes by is the first time I ever topic mm. when we do this whole revamp. Revamp of the website. Mm-hmm. Oh, my good God. Look, I've got a notebook, and then I've got a notebook, and then I've got a notebook, and then I've got a notebook. Actually, oh. it's three notebooks and two mini pads and one huge pad. But, Jesus, they all have <laughs> things for me to do on them. And I keep getting ideas and adding to them. Oh, my God. That's Someone right. help me do these ideas. Bang them out. <laughs> bang ring them. Bang ring them. Hey, where's the first time you ever drove to somewhere you oh. weren't supposed to be since you came up? <laughs> no, wait, I came up with this topic tonight. You came up with it. Ah, uh, that would be me. <laughs> you've got great fun But I know you've got, me. I'm sure you've got epic tales of driving to forbidden places. I, um, yeah, I just got in my car. And I was talking to someone that my family had told me I could not talk to. Well, she's dead. Who was? <laughs> no, it was a boy. And uh, the first time I ever drove somewhere I wasn't supposed to was to their house. And that also was the first time I ever smoked weed. Oh, gee. Yeah. Doubling up. I think I was like a permit driver, too. <clears throat> not licensed yet. Not supposed to be going anywhere without parents. Just went for it. Went for it. Did you get away with it? That time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Problem was, I kept driving yep. places I wasn't supposed Keep to. Keep rolling the dice. It's eventually going to bite you. Yeah. The first time you ever smoked weed is going to be the F-Ty topic for our epic 420 show. Heck yeah. Because 420 is on a <laughs> Tuesday this year. So that'll be fun. That is a great story. Um, <laughs> I just drove like a grandma. And got there safe and got back safe. Nice. Yeah. Perks of living with great grandparents. <laughs> They're not great at hearing tiptoeing around. <laughs> Get in and out quite easily. Yeah. Here's another caller uh, who's sure to give some insight. Bowlers. Bowlers. Hey, guys. I, um, <laughs> hi, hi, hi. I don't remember. I'll tell you the truth. I don't remember the first place I ever drove uh, where I wasn't supposed to be. Oh. That's kind of a family tradition. Remember, we all drove around. My dad was doing that shit all the time with us when we were young. My older brothers, we were always driving places, just old dirt roads, old oil leases. Um, nice. Once I got my own car, I was doing the same shit with all my buddies to go drinking or to try to, you know, score with some chick. You in all the back roads, and it's there's woods all around, so. You could go anywhere and not be seen as long as you weren't a total fucking retard. <laughs> um, and I was almost there quite a few times. I'm, I'm three-quarters retarded, as we all know. But, no, I cannot remember the first time I ever drove anywhere I wasn't supposed to be. 
unless you count, of course, driving there myself. And then, yeah, that was probably, I mean, as soon as I was able to drive out on my own, so 16, saying to buddies, hey, I know a place we can go. Let's go get fucked up out here. Yeah. That's how it goes. I love you. Oh, I love you, Flatter. Oh, it wasn't in the transcription, so I didn't think there would be a stick. And then he sticked it at us. Oh, me, oh, my. Man, these uh, voicemails all came like they were being recorded at the same time, basically. Whoa. Because they landed at like 925, 6, and 7, but they're all like longer than a minute. So they were overlapping and like they were all talking to the voicemails like simultaneously, man. Can you believe it? I here's believe. Another, here's another one in the batch. So the first time I drove someplace that I wasn't supposed to drive. Yeah, can't. Um, my dad always had two cars when I was a kid. One that he drove in the summertime, usually like something fast and not so exotic. They were usually something from the big tree. But um. And then he had a car that he drove in the wintertime all the time that was usually a beater. And at one point he had like a 70-something Chevette. And it was like metallic pea green. And it had snow tires on the back, so it looked like the biggest friggin' monstrosity. <laughs> Anyways, when I was about 12, uh, no one was home. And me and a buddy came here and decided to take it for a spin around the, uh, just around the subdivision once, just around like the block. So, but that's not the exciting thing because when that was, I was about 12 then, and when I turned 14, it's getting a little bit baldy with it. And uh, my dad had a Cadillac Sedan DeVille, like an 86, it was brand new at the time. And uh, yeah, I used to sneak that out all the time, uh, go driving through the subdivision. And uh, yeah, because uh, either my dad wasn't home or. My mom had a catering company at the time, and she was out late, and then my dad would uh, be a little bit inebriated, so he'd be, like, asleep by, like, stone cold asleep by 10 o'clock. And I'd go pick up my buddies when I'm 14 years old, driving a Cadillac around town. <laughs> so, uh, Epic. Yeah. <laughs> that was the journey in the bowl. Solid. In the bowl. In the bowl. <laughs> Excuse me. You lad. It's choky smoky back here in the fucking uh, behind the curtain and stuff. That's why we always have to step behind the curtain. Yeah, there is like a carbon filter back here, but woo. I'm sick of your fucking smoke. Um, this is the third of the simultaneous voicemails. I just thought that was fascinating, the timing of them. Okay, so the first time I I uh, drove somewhere uh, where I wasn't supposed to... Uh, to drive to, um, oh, this is so embarrassing. Uh, just don't tell them who this is, okay? Okay. All right, cool. I, I didn't say my name, right? Okay, good. Um, we would never so dox you. All I needed was uh, stuff for the bath, for, for the bathroom. I needed uh, a, a a a new curtain for the for the tub, and and a protector. One of those rubber things that you throw in the tub. Well, anyway. Um, so I was I was looking up places to go pick that up, and I saw and I saw the name Bathhouse. <laughs> and I thought that's a perfect place to get what I'm looking for. So, I, needless to say, 
when I got there was my face red. <laughs> but but it was a great time. <laughs> and I did end up getting those that, that shower curtain. And that, uh, you call it a bath mat, the rubber bath mat? Anyway, <laughs> love you guys. Much love. Fantastic. The bathhouse special. The bathhouse special. You gotta love yeah. that. Oh, man. Oh? Some great stories, but, uh, and we've got more. But the first time I ever drove somewhere I wasn't supposed to be was before I was licensed. Actually, it was before I think I had a permit, even. Uh, I was like 13 or something. And my dad had this old Ford Taurus. I say old. Um, it was like a 95 or something. I think it was a 95 Ford Taurus. And uh, the the key mechanism had this thing where if you're just pulling your key out of the car when you're turning it off and you don't pull it all the way back, like it, it would kind of let the key go early. You know, it wouldn't grip it until it was all the way clicked back. And so you could get in that car and turn the key and it would start because it was still engaged or something, you know. It was like the lock mechanism didn't lock it. So you could start my dad's car without the key in like most cases, you know. we just I discovered it was like most times he would just get out quickly and not turn it all the way back. Uh, so my parents were away from the house for the evening at like... I think a friend of my grandma's or a cousin of hers or something. Anyway, at a relative family friend's house, right? Okay. I'm at home alone. I think that's when my sister had the poison ivy too, so she was like laid oh. up in bed. But I just like went out in the driveway because they took the van, so my dad's car was there. Get in, test the key, like turns. It's like zoom, 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 zoom. I'm like, yes. It started right up. So I backed out and I drove where are you going to drive? I drove to Sonic. Perfect. <laughs> and I pulled in and I put it in park and I just turned the car off and then started to roll down the window. And then like, but right when the engine fully stopped, I realized what I had done. So I just turned the car off and I turned it all the way back to the click so that it wouldn't fucking start. Uh. It needed the key now. So I've just fucking stolen my dad's car. And then I drove to Sonic where I wasn't supposed to be. And then I turned it off and clicked it. So I was fucked. Just like immediately fucked. I was like, no, 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 no. I, uh, uh, there was a plastic fork. <laughs> and in my desperation, I grabbed the plastic fork and tried to jam that into the keyhole. Thinking, I don't know, maybe it's so fucked up. Maybe this will unjam it and like save my ass. Oh, no, I think I lost a couple of times in the keyhole, uh, turning that fork around in there, making the situation even worse. Uh, so then I had to sheepishly, like, call my dad from that car. And uh, actually, what I had to do was I had to uh, get out of the car and I had to walk back to my house because I didn't have a cell phone at that time. I was going to say. I had to walk all the way back to my oh house my and call my dad and say, Dad. Uh, you need to get your car. <laughs> it's at Sonic. Where are you? Well, I'm at home. That's how I'm calling you on the home phone. Yeah, he was fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah. It was probably one of the top three times, if not the number one time, of uh, pissed off he's been at me in my life. Was that when I pulled? God damn, dude. Would have got away with it, too, if it wasn't for that meddling turning the car off at Sonic. Because I just... 
you know, you're going to go to order it and then you're the speaker and then like the car's running. You're like, oh, well, I'm going to shut my engine off so I can order. You don't want to be the guy, you know, running your fucking engine. Oh, how foolish. I should have gone to a drive through man. Like just drive on through, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Sometimes you just like fall into a trap of your own making. Yeah. That was that for me. 13, you said? 14? Something like that. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Because you get your learner's permit. I think they upped that to 15 time I was growing up. But I'm pretty sure it was before I was back in high school, which would have been 13, 14. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. That's 14. Probably, that's that, probably 13. That's about the age for me, too. I don't think I had my permit thinking back on it. Yeah. You just want to get away, you know? Operate a motor vehicle oh, yeah. and stuff. Especially when you start. Get some tots. Doing the, the driver's things. ed talks with parents. I had the lame situation. No one uh, will ever let me like drive their car <laughs> around. Um, I was a tough student. We have more voicemails on this All topic. Right. All right. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Listen, when I say this, you do not want to eat at McDonald's. I'm sure if I had worked at Taco Bell or Hardee's, Carl's Jr., Arby's, whatever the fuck, I would have the same opinion. But trust me when I say, I my first job ever, and it only lasted a couple weeks because I hated it, was at fucking McDonald's. Don't ever, don't ever, <laughs> ever eat McDonald's. Within the first week I worked at McDonald's, I watched the breakfast managers do rails of Xanax off the grill. Yeah, I'm not even surprised in the least. Anytime uh, somebody got pissed off at a customer at McDonald's, the one I worked at in Sevierville, right by Dollywood. (laughs) Name drop, name drop. They would intentionally drop the food on the floor. Oh my god! I never saw anybody spit on the food, but I saw them intentionally drop food on the floor for customers that were assholes. Yeah, and they would just drop it on the floor intentionally and then put it in the bird. What I'm saying is, you can't trust anybody. But fuck (laughs) fast food and fuck McDonald's. I have not eaten McDonald's one time. Well, I've only (laughs) eaten McDonald's one time. Since I worked there, and since that was several years later, and it was a sausage biscuit because I was really stoned and in the car with somebody else that was already driving to McDonald's. But what I'm saying <laughs> is don't fucking eat McDonald's. Don't eat McDonald's! In the bowl. We support that in message. In the bowl. Yeah, we support that message. Uh, did you know that a bacon and cheese McGriddle has 420 calories in it? Wow, I am really high. It's the truth. It's true. Look it up. (laughs) I thought that was a fantastic fact. Callers on callers. Yes, we have one more voicemail. All right. So a couple stories about driving to Cadillac. Um, I only got caught once, and it was by my sister. She was supposed to be away at college, and she came home for a weekend, and I didn't know she was coming home. And then she got me pulling in the garage. Uh, but, uh, and she didn't and just, like, other be cool? Was me and a buddy were driving it, and we went to a store, went in and got popped, and then came out. And I opened my pop with a lighter, 
uh, popped the top off. It was bottles back then because I'm old. Uh, <laughs> anyways, the the bottle cap fell down by the like in front of the seat, the driver's seat. Then I went to go reach down to grab it and felt something hit my hand. And, oh. uh, yeah, my dad had like a half ounce of weed underneath the seat. Score. So that was exciting. Yeah. <laughs> In the bowl. In the bowl. Stoner dad. Stoner dad. My dad was a stoner, but like well before I was born. Womp womp. He had uh, left the stoner life. Hmm. Is that a thing? <laughs> it's not like the CIA, you know, you can, yeah, indeed you can stop smoking weed. Once a stoner, always a stoner. Your dad's a total stoner, even if he doesn't smoke regularly. He's not being true to his real self, man. <laughs> Deep down, you know he's just a stoner. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong about that. Um, yeah, that uh, concludes our voicemails. Yeah. For this episode, but lots of content. Thanks, everybody who called in. Yeah, those are epic stories. There's some great stories in that one. It's good to arrive at, uh, rife for uh, all kinds of sneaking off or getting in trouble or getting laid or getting busted by the cops or a combination of any <laughs> of those things. Uh, got a lot. Or uh, visiting bathhouses. I mean, yes. it's versatile. It's versatile. You know what else is versatile? Oh, yeah. What is versatile? This uh, abandoned mansion that Nelly is selling outside of St. Louis. Oh, is this a is this a roly bully? <laughs> yeah, you. I wanted to go bowling. Let's go bowling. Let's go bowling. Let's go bowling. Nelly's mansion. Nelly's mansion in Wildwood, Missouri, on the market for five ninety nine, five hundred ninety nine thousand. But uh, that listing price dropped from two point five million. He originally had it so. Oof. So you're saying that Nelly's mansion is having a 75% off sale, basically? Yeah, and that original listing was in 2002, so Ooh. it's been sitting there for a while with no one living in it. Oh no. But it's versatile, you know. You can just go in there, gut it out, make it your mansion, Bowler's mansion. There is another. There's a pee joke in there somewhere, but I'm not going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) There's another uh, listing we had talked about in the bowl, which was the Buffalo Bill House from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, yeah. In Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Well, it did end up uh, being purchased, of course. Uh I knew that was going to happen. And they're making it into a B&B. Oh, yeah. That's where, that's, that's stay, where I baby. want to sleep, not. That's where you want to stay, baby. Right on. You're going to make a fucking boatload of cash with that idea. But will they put the lotion in the basket? Eh. That's like you walk in, you, oh man, you could stay in the hole. <laughs> I mean, people would do that. And that would be the that. highest price. They'll like place lower for the, the fucking lotion to you. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm sure that they do that. I'm sure it's wicked expensive. That's the most expensive one, and it's booked for six years, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a no-brainer. Yep. Just like staying on the Lizzie Borden house. Or like going to those fucking uh, oh, the- waiver signing intense haunted experiences <laughs> that aren't like haunted houses. Amusement but are, places. People, yeah. just, people just like 
you sign your life away to a stranger and then they just fuck with you? <laughs> like, god damn. Yeah. You're the one who told me about those. Uh-huh. I read about one that's like you take a ski lift up a mountain and then they were talking about some of the things that they do to you and like faux waterboarding is part of it but they inject you with saline like on multiple occasions and Ugh. start telling you it's like a brain altering <laughs> psychedelic drug or something so people Christ, probably bro. have some uh, intense trips up there and I just am not into like pain or fear you guys it's not something I'm gonna pay you money for I don't think I don't want that experience yeah the trauma based entertainment thing is baffling I have been to the haunted houses in Kansas City when I like first came here uh, I guess it was freshman year of college and if you like haunted houses if you like theater awesome Casey is the place animatronics too yeah awesome animatronics although one was fault they have a cujo on uh in the beast and it like jumped out but it was like moving forward inch by inch over the night because it's one of those like air pressure like, it, like dog like, punches fly, out punches out yeah and it hit me in the side oh shit <laughs> yeah i was bruised i was like oh shit it just kept on jamming itself it hit- further every time it activated basically yeah so, so someone cujo probably took someone out that night oh (laughs) took you out sound like uh (laughs) there's a new baby in kansas city royalty oh yes that's right patrick mahomes and Brittany had their baby little girl so that's a starting with a girl a buzz in the city the little like article i read about it (laughs) said uh like baby girl sterling sky will be welcomed by her big brother and sister steel and silver and i was like wait they already have kids they're like 25 <laughs> then i was like wait steel and silver and sterling steel and silver though that's their dogs what so they're like oh, welcomed by big brother and sister dogs oh my goodness yeah those aren't your siblings. Those more are the dogs. That, more of that dogs are people too sickness. Mm. It runs in my family. We had three dogs when our first kid was born. And, uh, and we still have three dogs. <laughs> we never like confused them with no. one another. No. Our first kid wasn't our fourth kid. <laughs> it was our first kid. No. Although Ray does wish she was a dog. Yeah. So she's good at pretending to be a dog. <laughs> she's growing out of it, but... <laughs> There's a while where she wanted to put her plate on the floor, eat out of a bowl mm-hmm. on the floor. I was like, no, 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 no. No. That's, no. I know you're out of your high chair, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Gorilla Glue Girl. Oh, is she back? Her GoFundMe's under investigation, so she hasn't been able to donate those funds. Uh-oh. More money laundering? Uh-oh. People are reporting it as a fraudulent account. Uh, um, so it's, I'm guessing maybe like after a certain amount of reports, it like triggers a mandatory audit or something. I that's what I'm thinking. <clears throat> that's the sense that I got from the story. Or but maybe people know shit. Maybe she was running her mouth like, oh, I'm gonna get all this money. Yeah, well, that um, maybe it was going to the Restore Worldwide Foundation. Um, the guy who runs it's out of Ghana, and it's for bringing constructive surgery procedures to other countries. So, who knows? 
Who knows? <laughs> More to come. <laughs> Gorilla Glue Girl continues. <laughs> I'm going to come. Where did it come from? But you know who won't be continuing? Daft Punk. Oh, no. Calling it quits 28 years later. Shit, they've been together almost your whole life, huh? Yeah, more than my whole life. More than your whole life. <laughs> but they just couldn't hold on for 33 years together. Uh, you know, like so close and yet so far away. So. Why are they just old or are they uh, doing separate projects? Their spokeswoman or? did not say. Huh, mom's the word, eh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, could be a publicity stunt. We'll see. Time will tell. Oh, you like seeing robots around you? In the stores and shit like that? Absolutely not. No, me neither. <laughs> no way, it freaks me out, well, dude. In Phil- I know I've complained about the aisle yeah, cleaning robots. That sh- the pol- floor polisher shit that's just walking around and it's got a camera in it and it's like... If you get too close to it. In Wally? Or in real life? In Walmart. In real life in Walmart. I I don't look at the robots. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta stay away from those fucking things. They scare me. Um, And and now Mizzou. This isn't my story, but Mizzou. uh, University of Missouri got one of those dog bots from Boston. What are they called? Boston Boston Dynamics. Dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. They got it at MIT. Oh, and those things... Those things freak me the fuck out. Yeah, they're yeah. like Metal Gear are walking real. it upstairs and all around the quad and, and shit. Like the article of like, yay, we got these dog bots is it's like, oh, it's for the engineering students to play with. And I'm like, no, what is it doing? Come on. That dog's not just being played with. It's like, being field <laughs> tested. That's what it's doing. It's being field tested. Yeah, but it's we got to be observing too, right? Yeah, it's sending part back of it. reports. And, that's uh, part of it. It's part of field testing. So, scary. And then, yeah, you showed me the video today. They were walking it up the stairs. The thing is very uh, hearty. Limber? It's hearty. Hearty. Yeah. Like, you can kick it around, and it's just, like, still on its feet and running around. Yeah. And they're heavy, you know? (laughs) Metal gear. can run you (laughs) over and beat you up, man. Those things are not okay. It's probably got guns that pop out, you know, when something triggers it. Microwave your brain (laughs) rays, man. Yeah, it's definitely doing that. Well, now uh, Philadelphia, their airport, has employed a contact-free food delivery robot. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what to roll for that. Mm. Let's see where it goes. Yeah, it uses Bluetooth to follow an airport at your gate representative through the airport. Yeah, that's definitely the right (laughs) To the location of the specified customer who can order via order at phl.com. It's another reason just not to fly at all. Who's flying right now? Fuck that. Private plane, get the fuck out. Absolutely. Like small aircraft. Yeah. (laughs) That I'm flying. (laughs) Or a charter jet or something. Something a little more... I don't know, man. It just seems silly. Like, so this robot has to follow someone to get to the person that ordered the food. So you're still employing a human. It's like, I hate that they were the use the word employ 
for this robot, you know? Like, is yep. the robot making money doing this? <laughs> Probably the people that made him. Yeah, a rental check every month. But it's got to follow someone to bring food to someone else just so that the person can touch the robot and not take a, ba- a bag out of someone else's hands. That's yeah, that's sick. a big cost for a small reward, I gotta imagine. Sick. But again, field testing. Field <clears throat> testing. And uh, a field that feds will not want to test when it comes to our Second Amendment rights is any field in Newton County, Missouri, which just passed the Second Amendment Preservation Act. Oh, yeah. That was like a strike on two lanes, it sounded like. Uh, yeah, that guy down there had a strike on two, <laughs> uh, like right before I hit my strike. Good timing. Yeah. Wow. So it invalidates any federal act that they deem infringing on Second Amendment rights. Pretty cool. Hell and also, yeah. if the feds come on the land and try to like enforce it, the sheriffs can arrest them Yep. under this. Yeah, take America back. <laughs> One county at a time. One county at a you time. sons of bitches. They're not the first county to pass this either. There is actually a lot of places, it looked like. And my final story of our bowling session tonight is that an Idaho woman is trying to get a Guinness record, or may have gotten it, for dressing her husband in the most shirts in one minute. Did she get the shirt? She got the shirt. Oh yeah, she got the shirt. How many shirts do you think in one a wife minute. can put on her husband in one minute? Uh, I would be really impressed with anything above 40. Well, then you might not be impressed at all <laughs> because it was 35. 35 <laughs> is still a lot. I thought... That's close. I was close to the game. It is a lot. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, if you did one every, like, two seconds, you'd be able to get 30. So if you get more than that, you get, like, 40 or more... Uh, then that's ridiculous territory to me. But 35 is still pretty crazy. 35 yeah. in one minute. Yeah, I bet I mean, there's a bowler. You've got to have some this. sort of method, you know, whipping them shirts on that you've been just practicing muscle memory. Like, well, boom. Yeah, well, they, boom. they tried well, boom. and failed last year with 32. Oh. But, uh,. Let's see, their their attempt last year was actually disqualified due to a requirement that each shirt be pulled to the waist all around the body. Uh, oh, maybe they're just doing, like, over the neck. <laughs> there it's on, like, like a necklace. Oh, you're in all three holes. Okay, next one. <laughs> it's like, no, no the, the shirt must be pulled completely down. I mean, that makes sense. But yeah. If you're putting the shirt on, you got to put it on. The shirt must be all the way on. No shirt all the way on, no Guinness World Record. That's right. Well, we have to come up with a first time I ever for next week. Didn't you have and a list of a couple? I of do. I do have a list of nice. more than a couple. And the top one on that list is from NetNed. The first time I ever went to an R-rated movie. Oh, that's a pretty good one, actually. First time you ever or went saw to an, R- an R-rated movie. First time you ever saw an R-rated movie. See, those would be two different ones for me, like a theater one versus the uh, one I saw one. But I remember both. But that's a great one. So the first time I ever... Went to an R-rated movie. Went to an R-rated movie. (laughs) (laughs) What are you laughing at? Wow. I am really high. Hey, man, don't break the etiquette that Cersei Sitter taught us. (laughs) That's right. Wow, man. That's right, man. (laughs) That's right. I feel stupid now. Um... (laughs) It's the weed. No, it's not the weed. It's uh, it's just normal life. 
just normal Tuesdays, hanging out like we always do, us and you. In the bowl, I've been Dame DeLorean. And I've been Sir Spencer Wolf of Kansas City. We'll see you next Tuesday. And until then, may your bowls burn ever brighter. I'm being baked. I'm being baked like a cake. Walk on. Smoke on. Wow. Spark one up. Wow. Smoke in a bowl, sir.